Welcome to a new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Johnson as he shares another life-changing message. you today. Let's take a look at the word of the Lord. You to have your Bibles. Amen. I want to talk to you today just a little while. Amen. From the words of the Lord. You have been watching and know, and seeing what's going on in our world. Truly, we're living in a day and time that uh, it's very important that our soul is anchored in the Lord. Amen. Because if it's not anchored, amen, we're going we gonna to be in a whole lot of trouble. Amen. So I just thank God for those of you who are anchored in the word of God and, and your soul is anchored in the Lord and that's where it needs to be. I want to I ask you a question today, uh, which is a rhetorical question. And uh, throughout the Bible, I read uh, and I see Jesus asked uh, many rhetorical questions to the disciples, to the Pharisees, and to the people that was following him in that day and time. Well, somebody might say, well, what is a rhetorical question, uh, Brother Johnson? A rhetorical question is something like this. I can sort of give you an idea of what it is so you can know where I'm going. A rhetorical question is like this. Uh, excuse me. It's raining outside, and somebody come up to you, and uh, excuse me. it's raining outside, and someone come up to you and say, you think it's going to rain today? That's a rhetorical question. Or the sun is shining, it's hot outside. I mean, we in the nineties, and somebody say, think it's going to get kind of hot today? So a rhetorical question is a question you really don't ask for an answer back. You know what the answer is, and the other person know what the answer is also. Amen. But it's a question you put out there to cause people to think and understand See where you're trying to go. So I got a rhetorical question today. And my, my question is today is, what times are we living in? That's my rhetorical question. What times, what times are we living in? And if you them are watching the news and see what all going on and the killing of the families today, we lost uh, four shortly. And, of course, it continues to go on. I'll tell you, we probably lost some last night. And uh, the news that we may have lost uh, uh, some Saturday, I heard there was some shooting Saturday somewhere. Our people are out of control uh, everywhere. So what time are we living in? And the answer to that is the end time. You know what time we're living in. Everybody know what time we're living in. Amen. I don't uh, I don't ask, I don't look for you to give me the answer back because you know it is in your mind. You have to say, we're living in the last days. 
Everybody get it. Everybody know it. The handwriting is on the wall. We know what time it is. The devil is busy, and we living in the last day. So that's my question today. What times are we living in? And, of course, we all know the answer. Brother Johnson, we're living in the end times. We are living in the last days. When men are evil, women, people, the generation that we're living in is so evil and is so corrupt. And the devil is busy, y'all. What times are we living in? In times. We're approaching the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's get into the word. Uh, uh, my first scripture will be uh, 2 Timothy. 2 Timothy, the third chapter, verse 1. Matter of fact, we're going to read probably the entire chapter of Timothy right here, the third, because Paul is uh, talking, and in his talking, he's giving us some, some rhetorical questions. He said, this know also, you already know, that in the last days, perilous time shall come. You already know that. Amen. We don't have to tell you about it. You already know God, the Lord prophesied. The Lord put it out there before he descended back into glory. He let us know that times was going to get bad. Amen. So he said, Paul said, this know also. You know this. You Everybody in here know this. The handwriting is on the wall. We can't dodge it. I don't know what the preachers are saying in their pulpits, but I know what they should be addressing, that we are in lots of trouble, y'all. Our world is in trouble. No time to talk about a, a pie in the sky. No time to talk about a check coming in the mail. There's no time to talk about you're going to get the big house on the hill. You know, we, we, don't, we don't need to have time to talk about that. We need to talk about what's at hand. The devil is out of control. And we are living in the last day. This is what it's all about right now. Stop, stop talking about all that prosperity gospel. We know if we live right, the Lord going to bless us, right? If you live right, God going to send something your way. He going to open some doors. He going to open some windows. A bless, your blessing going to come in. We know that. And some preachers have built their ministry on nothing but prosperity, prosperity. God going to bless you. He going to bless you with the big house. He going to bless you with a big bank account. After you get the big house and the big bank account, you need to know that there's some folks out there that are evil and corrupt and will take your life. Can you say amen? We need to know what's out there. We need to know what the Lord told us about that. So he said, this know also that in the last day, perilous time, that's it, dangerous time, it shall come. And you know what? When, he, when the writer put this out there, he was letting them know what was ahead of them. And we can look at it now and we can say, truly, it's here, y'all. Dangerous times are here. Perilous times are here. We're walking in it. We're living in it. Times when you can't go outside hardly. Amen. And children can't hardly play without being disturbed. You can't hardly walk the streets. Amen. And enjoy yourself. You can't go for a job to try to get yourself in shape. You can't go to the department store or the grocery store without somebody bothering you. What time are we living in? We're living in the end time. Can some Somebody say amen. amen. And since we know we're living in end time, I thank God for our soul being anchored in the word of the Lord. Your soul and my soul, we are anchored today in the word. So listen what Paul is telling the saints here. He reminded Timothy and his followers, we living in perilous time, Timothy. Amen. And verse 2 said, for men shall be lovers of their own self. There it is. And he named a list of nine or more things that let you know uh, 
when people are lovers of themselves. How you know men love themselves? Paul give us a list. And as we read the list off, this help you identify when you know people when they are stuck on themselves. They don't worry about you. They're not worried about me. They worry about themselves. So Paul said they're going to be lovers of their own self. Y'all see this? Then he said they shall be covetous. When you see someone that's covetous, amen, design things of others, and they, 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 they love themselves. They don't love you. They love themselves. That's why they covet you. They want what you got. So they're lovers of themselves. They're going to be covetous. And not only are they covetous, but boasters. We live in a dead time and people will boast, amen, things about things they shouldn't boast about. He said they shall be what? Proud. We're living in dangerous times, y'all. Blasphemers, they'll talk about God. They'll, they'll set God out. They'll blaspheme the Lord's name. This is the era and time that we are living in. We are living in dangerous time. Pearly is time. They shall be blasphemers. Speak against God. Notice, check this out. Your list goes on and on. He said, disobedient to parent. This is a time that we are living in. And so children are disobedient to parents. This is a sign that lets you know that one is selfish. Anyone that's disobedient to their parents, they are very selfish because the Bible said, children, honor your parents, obey your parents. And when you don't do that, you are a selfish, spoiled little brat. So we are living in end time, disobedient to the parents. Then it goes on to say, unthankful. Y'all see it right there? It's in your Bible. What time are we living in? We're living in a day and time where men and women, boys and girls, are so unthankful. You can do all that you want to do for them, but they don't appreciate it. They'll show you they don't appreciate it by the way they treat you. Can you say amen right there, somebody? Somebody say, if you can't say amen, say ouch. This is a time that we're living in, a time when folk are so unthankful. You know, don't, people don't have to do anything for you nowadays. Amen. No, don't nobody owe you nothing. I, 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 I take that under consideration for myself. I feel like don't nobody owe me anything but my mother and my dad. Now, they owe me love because they brought me into the world. They owe me to take care of me until I get big enough to get out on my own. I didn't bring myself here. They brought me here. So they owe me a little something to after I get old enough to take care of myself. So we're living in that time when people are so unthankful. I don't know about y'all today, but I, I'm a thankful person. Anybody thankful in here today? I'm thankful for everything that anybody done for me. Amen. My friends, my family, my relatives. I'm so thankful because I realize folk don't have to do anything for you nowadays. You don't have to do it, but I thank you and I appreciate it. And then it goes on to say what time we're living in. And people, we're living in a time when people are unholy. Their lives are, they haven't dedicated their lives unto God unthankful and unholy. Everybody ought to just, amen, take some time out and give God some praise. And amen, just live their life to the Lord. Amen. They're unthankful. They're unholy. And verse number three says, and without natural affection. What times are we living in? This is what Paul is saying. What times are we living in? That's the question today. We're living in time when the people are, they are without, somebody said without. They're without natural affection. Now, what do you mean right there when you say natural affection? We got normal affection. It's natural. It's natural for your children, children to love their parents. That's natural. 
But when children don't love their parents, that's unnatural. It's natural, amen, for, for a man to love a woman. It's natural for a woman to love a man. But we're living in a day and time where people are doing the unnatural stuff that that's un, is not natural. This is what we, Paul is saying. We're living in this day and time when people are there without natural affection. The natural way, amen, they're not doing natural thing. It's unnatural without natural affection. Check this out. Truth break us. He gives a list here. And everyone that uh, operated in this list that Paul gave, amen, it's a list of people that's selfish. They are selfish. Amen. The Bible said they are selfish. Amen. Without natural affection, they are, are, are lovers of themselves. He said truth breakers. You know, you know what a truth breaker is? A truth is, you and I, we agree, we came to an agreement on a situation, and we made peace with one another, and everything is going good, but all of a sudden, you break the deal. You broke the truth. Amen. We said we were going to be friends, we were going to let sleeping dogs lie, amen, and everything was going just fine, but you brought up something 15 years ago. You a truth breaker. And this is, this is, this is time that we're living in where people go back on their word when they said they would, they won't, they said they were going to, and they won't, they won't do it anymore. People will break their promises now. A man, back in the day, the old folks used to say a man's word was what? His bomb. If he said he was going to do it, he was going to do it. He didn't even have to right put it in writing but if he gave you his word I'll be there brother James well, you can look for me in the morning that was my bond and didn't have to put it in writing but we're living in a day and time now where people are truth breakers and goes on with this list a truth breaker is a selfish person a truth breaker is a person Amen. That that love himself. Because if you didn't love yourself, you'll follow through. You'll follow through with the promise that you made. Amen. So we live, we're living in time now when people are truth breakers. And then it said, not only are they truth breakers, he said they're false accuser. A false accuser is a selfish individual. Y'all follow what I'm saying? He's he's selfish. Love, love himself because if you didn't love yourself, you wouldn't, you wouldn't uh, uh, be a false accuser. It goes on to say false accuser, amen. That's a, that's a selfish individual. Uh, incontinent. What do you mean when you say incontinent? Incontinent, like, like in self-restraint. We're living in a day and time now where people just don't have control of themselves. You know, I'm not talking about in control of their bodily fluids, but they don't have control of their minds. Their thinking, their action, their ways, incontinent. We are so out of control with what we are doing, amen, and we don't even know it. That's what incontinent means. Lacking self-control, restraint. There are we are, our people are uncontrolled. Look at this man the other day just went on a rampage of killing folk. Uncontrolled. Uncontrolled. Just no restraint. Lacking self-restraint. Just acting a fool. Anything go. Just do anything. Can't control them. Yeah, and I don't know the uh, we people talking about defunding the police. We don't need to defund them. 
We need to fund them because these folks are out of control. And if we defund them, Lord, Lord help our soul. Who are you going to call? Don't defund them. They give them some more money. We need to fund them. So because our people, they're got on these drugs and alcohol and all the stuff that pouring into our country, and they are out of control. Can you say amen, somebody? A person that's out of control is a, a lover of him or herself. They're selfish. You're out of control, man. The way you acting, why you why you go off on her like that? You're out of control. You didn't consider her feelings at all. You didn't consider consider his feelings at all. You're out of control. Amen. Incontinent. That's what we're living with. What time are we living in? We're living in the end times. Amen. The Lord is on his way back. Amen. What time we're living in? Then it goes on saying incontinent. Then it said we're living in time fierce. Y'all see it? Fierce. And that word means aggressiveness. We're living, in, we're living in a time where people are so aggressive. They can't even talk to you without latching out at you. Can't even have a conversation without gritting their teeth, ready to bite into you. Amen. Just tear into you and just wear you out. But this is the time we are living in. People are, they're fierce, aggressive. Why? Why are you so aggressive? Calm down. Somebody said, calm down. Why are you so aggressive? Can't we talk? Can't we just, can't we just have a casual or uh, intelligent conversation? Calm down. People are fear. They are aggressive now. This is the time that we are living in. Time where everybody is so aggressive. Then it said, despiser of those that are good. This is a time that we're living in, brothers and my sister. We're living in time where people, amen, they are, they are, they are what he said, they are despisers of those that are good. You're just trying to do the right thing, and somebody just don't like you. Why you don't like brother boy? I just don't like him. Despises those that try to do good, trying to do the right thing. Folks just don't like it. Amen. Why? Because the devil is busy and he wants you to get with them. So he said, these are the times that we are living in. They are despised. Don't you think for one moment that the devil loves you? We talk about these selfish uh, people here. These people that love themselves, they despise those that are good, should be praising. Anytime a man do something good, y'all should praise him. Anytime a woman doing something good, you all be glad about that. Praise him. Children doing good, praise them. Boys doing good, praise them. They're doing good because everybody in the whole world is doing the wrong thing. When I see a man trying to do good, amen, I, I, I love that. I appreciate that. God love it, and he can appreciate it. Lovers are those that are doing the good thing, the right thing, amen. But these folks, they despise them. You try to do right, oh, we don't want him. To get a man up there to talk about God. Just the other day, there was a woman trying to get on this particular board up somewhere around the Supreme Court. Amen. There was a high position up there, and they found that this woman, and when they were interviewing her, she she quoted a scripture from the Bible. And after she quoted a scripture from the Bible, they 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 decided they weren't going to use her on the board. No, we don't want you. You oh, you 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 believe in the Bible stuff and the Christian. We don't want you on here. You're going to let the Bible influence your thinking. Why not let the word of God influence your thinking? We want somebody up there to think within themselves. They don't, you ain't fit to serve if you're a Christian. Oh, but if you're a devil full of hell and raising hell and, and man want to do the wrong thing, oh, you're the right one. You're the right one. We, we can use him. The devil don't want God's people. 
Amen. You you say you could. They don't want you. So he said right here, look at what look at what the word said. Despisers of those that are good. And verse number four said, traitors. Oh my good, my goodness, my goodness. Traitor. What's a traitor, y'all? Anybody know what a traitor is? There, there. I'll give you a good definition of a traitor. A traitor. A sellout. We're living in a time when people will sell out. Amen. They'll be your friend. They'll lie on you, get you in trouble. I never forget years ago, I was on my job, and a man tried to get me fired. I won't ever forget that man's name. His name was Richard. He dead and gone to oh, He ain't going to heaven. <laughs> he was a bad man. I almost said it. But anyway, uh, Richard, he, he, he didn't like me because of, I was a Christian. That's all it was, and he was a devil from hell. And Richard tried his best to get me fired. I worked for Air Product and Kimber, the best job I ever had in my whole life. And Richard, every time the boss would come by on his way home and check on us, Richard would tell the boss, he would go in there and just tell him lies on me. Lies. Tell the boss I stayed on the phone. See, we're working all them shifts. We worked 7 to 3, 3 to 11, 11 to, 11 to 7, swing shift. And that particular time, I, have, I was on the second shift, 3 to 11. You know, you have to call home, check on the family, see the children, all right, see the wife, all right, they at home by themselves. Richard told the boss when he came by, well, Thomas, he ain't doing no work. He stay on the phone. Stay on the phone. And I was just calling to see if the family okay. Then I go back to work, you know. And so he was trying to get me fired. My goodness, I'm telling you, some folks, they just hate you, amen, because you are Christian. So traitor, they were traitor. Uh, a traitor is a person that does what? He's a sellout. He will get you in trouble, pretend to be your friend and your faith, but they will lie on you and try to get you in trouble. We're living in a day and time where people will be traitors. They'll betray you. Saints, don't, 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 don't sell nobody out. Amen. My friendship is not up for sale. If you my friend, you my friend. I'm not going to go against you for nobody else. Amen. I'm not going to sell. I'm, I'm, I'm up, not up for sale. So that's what a traitor is. We live in day and time now. People are, the traitors are everywhere, all around you. Be careful. So uh, what time it is? In time, people are going to trade, uh, make deals and trade you out. Amen. They'll sell you out. They'll sell the secret to the nuclear coast or another country and blow the whole blowers up. And Amen. They get millions of dollars. Amen. People do anything now for money. Y'all follow what I'm saying? It's all about money now. They'll, they'll sell their mother's house for, for money. They're just traders. Money is the root of all evil. We got to be careful. Don't sell out precious thing for almighty dollar. Trader didn't say, heady. Oh, everybody know what they did. Heady. Oh, uh, what time are we living in? We're living in a time when people are traitors. We're living in a time when people are headed. What's headed? I mean, hot headed. You can't, can't tell them nothing. They will not listen. Well, I know. I know. I, I know you know. Well, can you just listen? Because you might learn something. Don't nobody know it all. Even if you know you ought to owe, you owe that person, uh, at least give them opportunity to express themselves, even if you know. Some of the things that folks have told me and shared with me, I knew it, but I listened to just patiently that I, it might be something in what they're saying that will help me learn a little bit more. Don't cut folks off so quick. I know, I know, I know. People are just headed, hot-headed. You can't tell them nothing. Then they go on down the road and get themselves in trouble. You tell them don't go and they go. Get down there and something happened to them. You tell them the car ain't fit to go 
over the car, got a little something wrong. Oh, it'll make it. Don't go, but then it jump and just head. It won't listen. Get on down there and the wheel fall off. Then you got to come and get them, bring them home. Hothead, you can't tell them. This is a time that we're living in. People don't want to listen to nobody. Amen. Headed. Not only are they headed, he said, hey, what? High-minded. Y'all don't know nobody like that, do you, right? High-minded. I mean, they high-minded. Yeah, yeah, you know, ain't nobody here like that. No, y'all good. And high-minded. What time are we living in? When people are traitors, they're hot-headed, they're high-minded, and all these people are selfish. They're selfish. High-minded, and then lovers are pleasure more than lovers of God. They love pleasure. Oh, should have gone to church on Sunday, or we going to golf. We, we going to we going to play some golf today, or we going to play ball today. Anything but go to church. People will love, they love pleasure more than a thing to, of God. You know, it's not that anything wrong with playing golf, hit a little ball in a hole. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with playing basketball, shooting a little ball through a hoop. Nothing wrong with that. But everything needs to be put in a, a, a proper perspective. Amen. The Bible said, render to God the things of God and to Caesar the things of Caesar. What the devil gets all mixed up and we get everything confused. It's not that we can't do things in life, but you got to have some priority. Put it in a proper place. We can go golf when we get out of here. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We can go down there and hit the ball. Me and Brother Jane go down there and shoot a little basketball when we get out of here. But we got to put things in a proper perspective. Amen. But they don't put it in a proper perspective. They're going to do it on the front end and God on the back end somewhere. Uh, and not on the end at all. He said, now, what time are we living in? Time when people are fierce. Amen. They are despisers, though they are the good. They are traitors. They are headed. They are, they are high-minded. High Don't be like that. Humble yourself. Come on down where people can talk to you, high-minded folk. You can't talk to a man that's high-minded. Or you down here and he up there. Or she up there and you down here. You can't talk to a person like that. Think they're all there in a bag of chips. I, I, I saw one man, he was driving a car. I was up at the, up at, up at the, up at the station coming out of a map course something, and this guy, he was trying to talk with this girl, you know, trying to pick her up, trying to give him a date or something. And uh, she looked at him and said, what kind of car you drive? He pointed to his car and said, I, I, don't, I, don't ride in, I don't ride a Chevy. <laughs> I don't know what she would drive. But she was saying, I don't ride them cars like that right there. High-minded. It, it got to be a fancy car. It, you you, you got to have a pocket full of money or a big bank account. Or you got you to have a, a Mercedes or a Rolls Royce. You want me to ride with you. High-minded. That's the time we're living in. Come on down, y'all. Let's be humble. Let's let the Lord use them. And verse number five says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. People that in this list that Paul named, we, God, he said they're having a form of God. Not that, not that they don't uh, go to church, but they go to church. A form of godliness is a person that go to church, but they ain't going to do nothing that church say. Y'all follow what I'm saying? Yeah, they go to church every Sunday, but they ain't going to do nothing that they heard in church. That's a form of godliness. Or you you go to the go to wherever the assembly is, and you hear, hear them give their little speech and give their little lecture or whatever it is, but you ain't going to do nothing that you heard lecture. You just going. Just going. That's a form of godliness. 
God do not want us to have a form of God. What time we're living in where people just want to say, just want to be uh, associated with something? Well, I'm a member of a bountiful blessing. You're a member of a bountiful blessing. But what you do over there? Oh, I don't do nothing. Amen. And you don't live nothing neither. If they knew how you live, they'd probably throw you out of there. And so people, they just want to be associated with something, but they don't want to, what they're associated with. They really don't get involved and not a part of it. Brothers and sisters, to be a Christian, you have to get involved and you have to be a part of whatever it is that you are in. Can you say amen, somebody? What time are we living in? I, whatever group I join, I'm joining it to make it better, to do all I can do to help it. Amen. I'm going to get in there and I'm going to put my shoulder to the plow. Y'all listen to me. I'm going to get in there. I'm going to help it go because I don't want to join nothing that ain't going to go. If it ain't going to go, I don't want to get with it. I just want to know if it's going somewhere. If it's going somewhere, I help push it. Praise the Lord. I don't want to just get in and just to say I belong to the country club. Amen. I, I belong to this over here and I belong to that over there. I just want my name on the road. Amen. But praise the Lord. So I can just say I belong, I belong, I belong. Amen. But I belong over there. I can I tell everybody, hey, that's 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 that's, that's that. I'm a member of that over there. That's my church home. That's my whatever it is. Amen. House sitting on here. This is my house, your house over there. I tell you about it. I, I live right there on Downs. And you come over there on Downs, and you can see what I do for the house on Downs. Amen. I cut the grass. <laughs> I mow the yard. And folks know I live on Downs. Ain't no way I'm going to live on down and ain't going to do nothing for downs. Amen. I, this, this, I'm, a, I'm a part of that. So whatever you are part of, amen, get with it, brothers and sisters. That makes sense to anybody. This is the time we're living in. Folks, they don't want to do nothing for what they are into. They just want to say, I'm a part of it. Amen. But if you're a part of it, amen, get with it. Get with it. What time are we living in? We're living in the end times. Amen. Let's go just a little bit further, if you will. Timothy went to the book of uh, Timothy. Timothy, we're still in Timothy. This is 2 Timothy. Turn over to 1 Timothy. Listen to what the word of the Lord is saying to us today. What times are we living in? All this killing, all this shooting, all this breaking in. Amen. We, we definitely got to make sure and know that we're on God's side. And God is in our life, my brothers and my sisters. There ain't no time for all this foolishness and playing around. Let's get with the Lord because the devil is not playing. The devil is trying to take us out. He's trying to get us out of God, out the will of God. Amen. Back out there in the streets, ultimately the devil come to kill, steal, and what? Destroy. Listen to that 1 Timothy, 1 Timothy 4th chapter. 1 Timothy 4th chapter, listen to what Paul, he continued to talk to them about the time that they are living in and time that we are living in. He said, verse chapter 4, 1 Timothy 4 and 1, he said, Now the Spirit of God speaketh expressly. The Spirit of God is speaking loudly. It's time that we minister, men and women of God, amen, we got to speak out on issues and on things that, that's not right in this world. You know what? A preacher is not a preacher if you don't preach against sin. Amen. If you if you just he just a hireling. If you don't preach against right, uh, uh, preach for righteousness and, and preach against the, the corrupt things in this world, you're not a man of God. 
all the Bible, all the people in the Bible that I know, they were a preacher of righteousness. Noah, the Bible said, was a preacher of righteousness. Moses stood for righteousness. Abraham, all the patriarchs, all these men, they were men who stood for God, and they were preachers and teachers of righteousness. But you listen at the preachers that we have today. They don't say nothing about right and wrong. Nothing about right and wrong. Just do what you want to do. They just want you to they raise that money, put some money in the bucket. They ain't going to say nothing about nothing. Amen. Praise the Lord, somebody. So listen to what we're saying. What time are we living in? We're living in the end time. Paul talks about it a little bit more in this fourth chapter, verse 1. Now the Spirit speaks, expresses it very loudly, that in the latter time, some shall depart from the faith. We have to take a look at this. We're living in a time now where people are leaving God. They're departing the faith. Somebody said, keep the faith, my brother. Keep the faith, my sons. Don't depart from the faith, but keep the faith. Folks are leaving God. It's no time to leave God. It's time to come to God because the world is getting worse and worse. This is time to get close to God. So he said, in the last time, they shall depart from the faith. Check this out. Giving heed to seducing spirits. Somebody says seducing spirits. We read that and we just run right over. But I got to pause right there to tell you what seducing spirits, what seducing spirits are. They're departing from the church, leaving the church in groves. Why are they leaving the church? Why are they leaving God? Is because they're giving heed to seducing spirits. Seducing spirits are spirits that are luring the people of God back out there in the streets. That's a seducing spirit. A seducing spirit or spirit tell you, well, it don't take all that. It don't take all that. A seducing spirit is a spirit that I've seen the other day. This lady, she was in Atlanta somewhere, and she was in somebody's pulpit. Pastor allowed her to get in the pulpit, and they was, you know, they was uh, 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 pushing this abortion thing, and she was up there in the pulpit. I don't know how to preach, why he allowed her to say it, but she said, God don't have a problem with abortion. She said that. I don't know why he let her use his, his platform to put that lie out there. That's a seducing spirit trying to seduce somebody. Persuade, that's all seducing spirit is trying to persuade somebody that something is all right. So we're living day and time now. Seducing spirits are everywhere trying to seduce us to believe a lie. So she was in the pulpit saying, God do not have a problem with a woman killing her baby. That's a seducing spirit. Lie, lie, lie. And so we're living in this day and time where they are departing from the faith and they're giving heed to seducing spirit. You got to make sure that you don't let these spirits out here, these folks out here, persuade you and lead you into something wrong. And that's the devil doing that everywhere. I don't know about y'all, but the devil ain't leading me nowhere. I'm not listening to this old sick world. You never leave. This world is sick. Somebody said this world is sick. Don't let this sick world lead you. Why are you going to follow somebody that's sick? The world is sick. The people are sick. They are not. They can't lead me. We, the Bible said, Jesus said that we are the light of the world. The world is not the light of the church. Don't let the world people lead you and, 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 and guide you and, and cause you to go astray. Leaving their departing the faith and they're giving heed. You shouldn't even be listening to them. It's all right. It's all right. 
It's all right. Uh, you ain't got no wife? No, I ain't got no wife. Oh, you get your little boyfriend. Oh, uh, it'll be all right. That's a deucing spirit. The Bible don't talk like that. You want, you, you, you want a companion? You need a wife. You want a companion? You need a husband. A seducing spirit say you ain't nothing wrong with ain't nothing wrong with two people getting together. That's seducing spirit. You gonna send folks to hell talking like that. Amen. And when the Bible teaches family and the world and the world is all against family now, the world is messing family all up. We know how family is. Family is mom and dad yes. and the cheer. That family right there, rub uh, rub boy, sister boy, and baby boy. <laughs> That's the family. The devil won't mess everything up. We know what family is. Can you say amen somebody? Amen. Don't give heed to these seducing spirits. And then he said, doctrine of the devil, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience seared, amen, with a hot, hot iron. What time are we living in, brothers and my sister? We are living in the end time. Amen. Don't let them deceive you. Don't let them lure you. Amen. Amen. Into something that you know good and well is not right. Don't listen to them. Listen to the Lord. Listen to God. What time are we living in? End times. Oh, it's, it's, it's coming on in now. Time is going so fast. I was just sharing with some of the mothers the other day. Amen. And today, amen, we were looking at August. Amen. Austin got out of here in September and popped in here. And you looked up here. We in the middle of September. And before you know, September going to be gone. Time is moving on, y'all. Amen. Time is moving right along. The Lord is soon to come. I want to give you, I want to give you something that you can take a look at right here. Let's take a look at here. There, 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 there are three stages that we must watch very closely uh, that mark the end time. There are three stages that you got to look at in life, in this world, to help you understand the end time. Three stages. Here they are. I'm going to give them to me. I'm going to give you Bible form also. Stage number one. This is what you need to watch for. Stage number one. To let you know that we're living in end time, you're going to see the multiplying of false prophets and false teachers and false churches. In the end times, you're going to see a lot of that. False prophets, false teachers, and false churches. They're going to pop up everywhere. You get these preachers saying, oh, it's all right to do this. It's all right to do that. You get these preachers that are married, same-sex couple. It's all right. I don't see nothing wrong with it. Two people loving each other. It's all right. You're going to see a lot of that going on in the end time. You're going to see that. And so that's stage number one, the multiplying of false believers. They're not believers. I was listening to a preacher this morning before I left here, left home going to church, pick up my riders, and this preacher's on, on, on the TV cussing. So it's John Carmen. Come out and listen to him. He just got through cussing. And he a preacher, big preacher. Lots of members. Well known in this city. I'm going to call his name. People love him. And he on he on TV cussing. All be shame himself. He ain't no preacher of God. He's not God preacher. The devil got him up there doing what he do. So in the end times, we're gonna see a lot of this false prophets, false teachers, and false teachers. That's point number one. All right. The next point, point number two, what we're gonna see a lot of. Ever-increasing wickedness in the world. We're going to see wickedness like you never seen it before. 
Man, you're going to see such things pop up you never seen before. People are going to be doing things that you never ne ne never dreamed of. I mean, you people just sitting in the car and get shot. People in the store buying stuff and get shot. People just buying groceries, mind their own business. Stuff just going to be happening. We're going to see an increase, ever-increasing wickedness in this world in the last day. We're going to see these things. I'm going to give you some Bible for this moment here. Right, just hold on. Point number three, what we're going to see, we're going to see a collapse of moral standards. That's what we're going to see in the end time. A collapse of moral standards, all kind of sexual perversion permeating throughout this society, permeating to the churches. It's going to be everywhere. Just, just, they're, they're going, it's going to be filtering just everywhere. They're going to be putting it out there, putting it out there. In the last days, a collapse of moral standards, standards going out the window. All kinds of sexual perversion. Marry your dog, marry your cat, marry your horse. Permeating throughout society. And the world is trying to make sure they get the word out. It's, it's permeating all up in the church. All up in the churches. Everywhere. Just It's just going to come in. But we got to stand for the word of God. What time are we living in? We're living in the end times. This stuff is coming out, saints. It's getting. It's trying to get into our system. It's trying to get into our church. It's trying to get into my mind, your mind, and everybody's mind. It's trying to get us to accept this mess. It ain't nothing but damnable stuff. Doctrine of devils. Now, look at Matthew, the 24th chapter. Let me give you, it's right there in Matthew, the 24th chapter, what I'm talking about. These three things that we need to watch for in the last days. Matthew, 24th chapter, verse number 8. And I'm almost done with you. I'm going to let you go. Verse 8 said, all these are the beginning of sorrow. So it's just beginning. Now, when he said this, when Jesus said this, he prophesied this. When you see the thing, this is the beginning of sorrow. But that was thousands of years ago. So this is not the beginning of sorrow. I don't know where we are now. We might be somewhere in the middle or somewhere around the end, in the latter part of it. The Lord is soon to come. We, this is not the beginning now. This stuff has been going on a long time. So this is certainly not the beginning. We are in a mess right now. We might be in the middle of a sorrow or down or down in the last quarter of a sorrow, but it, it's here. And verse number nine says, Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted, and they shall kill you, and you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. Uh, and, and verse number 10 says, And then many shall be offended. We're living in a time where many Christian folk shall be offended, and they shall betray one another, and they shall hate one another. We're living in that day and time right now. People are offended. Just tell them what the Lord said in the Word. Oh, he hurt my feeling. I went to church, and the dead preacher hurt my feeling. Well, what did he say? What did he say to hurt your feeling? Women love your husband. He meddling with me. Men love your wife. He messing with my family. No, you need to get together. He trying to help you and your family. But many will hear and they'll take it the wrong way and think that the message, the gospel preacher, is the preacher is messing with them when he's only trying to help them. But, and people see it the wrong way. Don't you know that the man of God wants you to be blessed of God? The man of God wants you to be saved. He wants you to prosper. He wants you to have the good things of God that's in the word of God. God, the man of God wish you well. But the devil won't let you see that. 
Oh, he's just messing with my family. He all in my family today. Somebody said, he, he, he in my Kool-Aid. Well, what kind of Kool-Aid you been drinking? Maybe you in the, you drinking the wrong kind of Kool-Aid. And you've been doing the wrong thing. You just need some help. But don't let the devil deceive you and think there's folks out to get you and trying to throw you under the bus and make you look bad and shame you in front of everybody. Lord, we need help. Somebody said, we all need help in here. I don't, I don't know about you, but I, I need help from the Lord. Lord, it's not my brother, not my sister, but it's me, oh Lord, standing in the need of prayer. I need some prayer up here too. Can you say amen, somebody? When I said pray for me, I pray for you. Yes. Amen. amen, I need prayer. Amen. So nobody trying to embarrass anybody and make it look shame, but we got to point out what the devil is doing to us as a people. He's trying to separate us from our God. He's trying to cause us not to worship our God. Ultimately, he's trying to destroy our soul. I know that. I get it. I get it. I'm on to him. I'm on to him. And he knows it. He don't like it. But I don't care. Can you say amen, somebody? I don't care. He don't like it. I don't care. God told me what to do. He said, many shall be offended and betray one another and hate one another. And here it is right here. The three things I told you to watch for, the multiplying of false prophets, false churches, increase of wickedness in the world, and the collapse of more, and the collapse of more standards. Here it is. Many shall be offended and shall betray one another and shall hate one another. And here it is, verse number 11. And many false prophets shall rise and shall deceive many. We got to watch for that in the last day. In verse number 12, here it is. And because of iniquity shall abound, <clears throat> excuse me, because a sin shall increase. That's what iniquity is, nothing but sin, and it's everywhere right now. Because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. Sin going to be so great. It's going to be so popular. It's going to be on every corner. It's going to be in the school. It's going to be in the church. It's going to be in the White House. It's going to be in your house. Sin going to be all up and down the street. You go to Walmart, dope coming all out the car. You can smell it. Hey, Amen. It's just stinking, stinking, stinking. Sin going to be everywhere. So much that a lot of y'all good folks going to lose your grip. Help us, Lord Jesus. Can you say, man, somebody? It's time we got to hold on, y'all. We got to hold on to the faith. We got to hold on, make sure we got a strong grip in God because the devil trying to get all of us up out of God. You don't see that? Don't you know that the devil trying to destroy you? I know here. I know I got a big target on my back. He'll love for me to shut up. He'll love for, for you all to see me in shame. Thomas talking all that stuff. He'll love to see me. All that stuff I've been telling y'all, y'all need to do, serve the Lord, do the right thing. God going to save you. God going to bless your husband and wife. God going to bless your children. He love for you to see me in something wrong. You know what the devil said? He'll be laughing, kicking up his heel, turning cartwheel. Ha, I got Thomas. I got Thomas. He's talking all that stuff, trying to trying get them folks saved so they can go to heaven and be with Jesus. Well, I got him. I got him. Look at him. I know I got a big target on my back, but you know what? I got a lot of folk praying for me. Can you say amen, somebody? Amen. I'm hanging on in here. Amen. The crowd church was full. All the way up here, church was full. They gone with you. I'm still hanging on, y'all. Amen. Somebody, I'm still standing by the grace of God. I'm still here. Amen. And I know the devil got a target on some of you all backs. 
I know he's been talking to you, trying to lure you up out of here. Why are you over there at that little church? You should be over here. Man, we got 300 members. Come on over here. I know he's been, he been messing with you. Crowd count low. They ain't got no, they ain't got but a few up in there. Come on over here. We got a crowd. I know he's been messing with y'all, man. You're going on with the crowd. All of them going to hell. All of them doing something, everything up in that big old church. That's why it's so big. Everybody doing everything. Ain't nobody messing with nothing. Preacher got a girlfriend in the choir. The deacon go with the choir director. Everything going over there in that church. That's why it's so big. Ain't nobody messing with nothing. Don't you know if I let everything go up in here, we, we have to knock these walls out open? <laughs> we have to knock this wall down, folks. Come on. All I got to do is just they'll stop talking that stuff you talking. Man, this church will fill up so quick. But no, I love God. Can you say it, man? Somebody, I love God. I ain't going to hell. I love God. And, and there's some good folks out there that love God. We just got to find them, folks. God got to send them over here where we are. There's some folks still love God and looking for a good church that's talking right and doing right. They out there. I be praying, Lord, send them my way. Every now and then I bump into one. Every now and then I bump into somebody. You bump into somebody. They're looking for a good church. They're teaching good, sound Bible doctrine where they can be saved and go and be with Jesus when this life is all over. Amen. But what time are we living in? We are living in end time, my brothers and my sisters. The Bible is being fulfilled. Men and women, their heart is just, they're just corrupt. They're so evil. Amen. The devil is busy. This is the time we're living in. This is no time to get out of God. Stay with God. Hold on, my brother. Hold on, my sister. Sure, sure, the, the big churches, they look good. They got it going on, but they allow a lot of things. They allow a lot of things to go on that they might continue to do what they're doing and be the way they are. They don't stand for everything, all the Bible principles. If I don't stand for the Bible principle, I'm no preacher of God. Can y'all say amen to that? I know that. Life is too short. Eternity is too long for me to lose my soul. Amen. What I know what time we're living in. We got to stand for God. If you stand for God, God going to stand for you. God got, as long as I know God got my back, I'm happy. I'm happy with Jesus. Can you say amen? amen. Noah preached a hundred, a hundred and twenty years. It's going to rain. Folk kept walking on by. He kept on preaching. It's going to rain. Folk just kept on walking, kept on doing what they're doing. Moses kept on preaching righteous and telling, it's going to rain, children. They kept on walking 120 years preaching, it's going to rain. Lord have mercy, one day it started raining. And all them folk that heard Noah back then, they wanted to come. Now it's too late. God put Noah in there, shut the door, locked the door, and they couldn't get in. They hollered, Noah, open the door, let us in. Noah said, God have locked the door, and you can't get in. You can't get in. I can't let you in. You had your opportunity. Now it's all our opportunity to get in. There'll come a time folk going to run to the church be saved. You can't be saved. God's going to rapture us out of here and take the church home. There's going to come a time folk going to want God and can't get him. You remember the book of Revelation said? The Bible said when a tribulation period comes, the Bible said they're going to holler at the rocks, look for the rocks, and fall on us. They're going to set a mountain cover us, amen, from that dreadful day of the God Almighty. They're going to regret that day. Fall on me, rocks, and destroy me, hide me. Rocks ain't going to hide you. Too late. Rocks ain't going to fall on you. Folk going to want to die because they don't want to face Jesus, but you ain't going to die. You're going to face him. 
And he's going to judge you and he's going to put you in hell for all that stuff you've done. Now is the time to get ourselves together. Because the time will come, you're going to want it and you can't get it. The Bible says he is on the housetop, don't come down. He is in the field, don't go to the house. Too late. We had our opportunity. Opportunity is now. Let's accept the Lord while the blood's running warm in our veins. Give the Lord a hand, praise. Amen. God bless you. Thanks, Pastor Johnson, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Upper Room Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.